Bonus Stuff Here is some more stuff you might enjoy. The next pages contain two songs and a poem that I thought were appropriate to include. The two songs are quite personal. The first was intended for the lady who inspired this book and later dumped me, while the second was actually a note to myself to remind me of how stupid I was regarding my second wife. The final item, the poem, is meant for everybody, with a few stanzas devoted to other divorced senior people like myself. I wrote this country song for the lady who inspired me to write this rebuttal book. I was always on thin ice with her, and I knew that she could dump me at any moment. I always hoped she would say TBC to be continued when I went home. I will love you forever until you change your mind by John Prim. TBC is one of my favorite lines that I truly like to hear. It means that things are going fine, and so let me make it clear. To be continued is what you'll say when we'll once again be close, and it means that you are not afraid to make my joy the most. We live our lives here in this place as we navigate our life. We love to touch while face to face. You're my magnetic wife. But I know that humans sometimes drift and take note of what one sees. Sometimes we shift and sometimes we split, and as one we cease to be. And try as we must, it just ain't just. A wrong is on the lurk. When one of us starts making a fuss, someone could always get hurt. Well, it won't be me that leaveth thee, of that you can be sure. Your gracious soul has given me a love that will endure. So don't you fret or lose some sweat about how I may feel. I've been dumped a lot, so what the heck, I don't know what is real. They say that one should never say never, for we don't know what we'll find. But I will love you forever, until you change your mind. The next one is my favorite song. This self-explanatory song goes back to the late 60s, when my second wife, who I met before meeting my first wife, broke off our relationship. Ode to Mixed Religion Couples by John Prim Well, let me tell you about the story of a girl I knew a long, long time ago. She had blonde hair, blue eyes, nice smile, white teeth, and a very pretty nose. But then I blew my chances with her when I gave this gal an engagement ring, and I asked her, please, dear, promise me just once this one small little bitty thing. For you see, we had a little problem with our backgrounds from the very start, which is now the cause of why I have a broken heart. She was a strong Catholic in faith and was also very true, and I was just a heretic who thought he knew the right thing we should do. So then I told her that she had to change, become a Martin Luther girl for me, and that if she did not want to change for me, we should then very plainly see that the good Lord never meant for us to happily together be and we'd be better off if we were of one faith to raise our family. And then to me she wrote a letter one fine day that said that she would change. So then I jumped for joy and made plans for my life now to rearrange. But then when the engagement ring upon her finger prettily did sit, I found out she wouldn't change for me. She'd always be a staunch good Catholic. My life now seems more lonely lonesome than it ever was before, and I don't have all the good times with the other girls I date anymore. And so I learned one lesson from the sad but true tale of our times, and that's to hell with what was yours, and to hell with what was mine. 
for the stuff a person's made out of is only what he has been told in mind, and until a person thinks and reasons for himself, that person is blind. And so I'll never ever make again this difference of our religion bit. For that's the biggest blunder, fool, you silly, stupid, mean old hypocrite. And finally, a fairly recent poem that reflects on what I've learned in the last 72 years. Live Simply by John Prim The best advice ever given to me simply suggested simplicity. Just strip away the extraneous crap. That's so profound, I smiled and laughed. No need for wealth or fame or riches. You can have joy if you're just digging ditches. To be happy, you don't need a whole lot of money or even a house on a street where it's sunny. Our outlook on life is how we proceed to determine what things we actually need. Don't worry about having this, that, and such. Things are just things and don't matter much. The owning of stuff will not make you happy. Some think that it will, but they are just sappy. True happiness comes when you let it all go and you finally accept what you already know. It's people that count. They are what matters, even the uglies and even the fatters. Please don't treat folks like vegetable peelings. Even a moron can have some deep feelings. Give thanks to God and heaven above if you can breathe and have people to love, and if you have food and shelter as well, then you are doing remarkably swell. And if you have friends, you have what is best. You have their support when put through a test. If you have their love, you need nothing more. They're on your side. That's what they are for. And if you are blessed with a partner for life, be they a husband or be they a wife, then you, my friend, have the ultimate prize, for that is the envy of all who are wise. But sadly for many, we now live alone, our partner no longer a part of our home, so new friends we make and we share a smile, and this helps a lot, if just for a while. Each day, each moment, brings something new, a chance to exist with a whole different view. A friend or a love may be just round that bend, or we don't know squat how each day will end. Don't sit on your ass and wait for perfection. Be open to every friggin' connection. Don't fret about how an involvement might end. The love that you give can be given again. So open your mind and open your heart. That's really a great way for each day to start. The best things in life are indeed free. Case in point this advice from me. And there was my book. We've gone all the way to the end except for something I called sort of an index and uh, then a, a concluding page. The very last thing was a quote from me, where I say, Ideas don't cost anything, and yet they are more powerful than any army money can buy. That's uh, very true. Ideas are the things that get us to invent and create and write music. And so I hope that you've enjoyed my book and my thoughts. And again, I wish you all the joy and peace in the world.